Good morning. This is Brother James Pross with Whoever Soul Ever Ministries. We're hoping that you have a blessed day. First of all, I want to thank the people who come out to the addiction program, Loving You Through Addiction. We got a program at our church. It's off 160. Uh, we're just trying to put our arms around the addicts and uh, and just love them. Uh, we all got hang up as a habits, and some of us uh take it to extremes more than the others we don't push jesus down nobody's throat we just love them just for who they are and what they are uh but today i want to talk to you let's go have supper with jesus what do you think about that one i've been reading a passage of scripture in the book of mark it starts in the in the 31st verse and it goes all the way to the 44th verse it says that uh they was setting jesus came in into a mountain place into a desert place and the crowds was following him well, the day wore on. It was late in the evening, and and uh, the people was getting hungry and tired. The disciples came back from their journey. They'd been out doing the ministry, uh, preaching the gospel of Jesus, because Jesus doesn't send them out two by two. And they come into this place, and uh, the disciples asked Jesus. He told Jesus, he said, "Send them away. Send them into the valley." to the villages where they can go get them something they didn't get them some rest and jesus says well what do you have and the disciples spoke up and he says do you want us to go and and um buy 200 pennies worth of food to feed these people so everybody says jesus was a poor man a beggar man i'm gonna tell you something my savior he was rich he he come from heaven itself he never wanted it for nothing he never worried about nothing Oh, he had more than enough. But let me get back to the story. He told the disciples, he said, set them down in the companies of 50. So the disciples set them all down, told them all to sit down. You know, that took a while because there was over 5,000 men. I ain't counting the women and children. If you put 5,000 women with them and each couple had one child, that's 15,000 people. And I'm going to tell you about increase, how increase works. Jesus said, well, what we got? And they said, well, all we got is a little boy's lunch, a snack lunch, five loaves of bread and two fishes. Jesus said, well, that's more than enough. He looked to the body and said, give it to me. See, whatever you put in God's hand will multiply. And see, so Jesus lifted it up and he broke it and he blessed it. And he told them to his disciples, he said, no, you pass them out. Pass it out. Well, them, two, uh, them five loaves and the two fishes never stopped giving. They just kept multiplying and kept multiplying to them 5,000 men, it said, were full and had more than enough. See, when Jesus blesses something, it's more than we ever need, folks. It's never just enough. It's always more than enough. And it said that they picked up 12 baskets of fragments that was left over. Well, imagine this, and I asked God this, and he really ain't gave me the answer, but there was 12 disciples, and each disciple had a basket for themselves, more than enough again. Not only did Jesus feed the 5,000, plus the women and the children, he fed his disciples. See, that's what kind of Savior we serve. And see, I want to go to another supper. Like I said, we're having lunch with Jesus. There's going to come a time, folks, at the end of this world that we're going to be judged. And the righteous will be judged, and the sinners will be judged. There's no difference between Jew or Greek, the Bible says. He says no respect or person. 
And I was talking to the owner of the station while ago and telling him, you know, everybody will see heaven because everybody's got to go to heaven to be judged. But there's going to come a time on judgment day after judgment day. We're going to be sitting with the Savior at the marriage supper of the Lamb. Can you imagine sitting there and, and having supper with your Lord and Savior that paid out the ultimate price that left heaven himself to come down and dine with you? just to love on you, to fellowship with you, to put his arms around you and say, welcome in. Could you imagine the angels in heaven bringing angel food to you, serving you a plate of manna? And I believe it'll be the same thing served in heaven as it was when Moses was in the desert. God said he supplied manna for them. Whatever it is, it won't be about the food in heaven or the drink. It'll be about him. It'll be about us fellowshipping with him. Now let's go to another story in the Bible. It's called the Last Supper. See, they was in Jerusalem. Jesus says it was the day of Passover. In the day of Passover, it was a truest Jewish tradition where they always set aside that one day to serve the law, really, is what they were serving because the lamb ain't been slain yet. Jesus called his disciples to an upper room, just like he'll call us to a room one day. He called his disciples to an upper room, and he said, this is my body. He said, take up, drink. He said, this is the blood of the new covenant. He took the bread, and he, he lifted it up to heaven, just like he did with the 5,000 in the desert. He lifted it up, and he asked the Father to bless it. And he passed it and gave it to his disciples, and he said, this is my body. He said, take. And see, that's what we got to do. We got to take Jesus as ourself, just like he took us for himself. See, so was he, so were we. Whatever he received, we can receive. He died for our stripes on his back for our healing. But we don't receive it, we walk around sick. He put the crown of thorns on his head to break the curses in our life. He said the chastisement of peace was upon him. See, he did all this for you folks, for me, for my family, my children, my grandchildren, even my enemies. See, Jesus don't look at our sin. He looks past our sin and sees our soul. When he created this world, you was on his mind. He knew what you would go through in life. He knew the struggles that you was going to have. He knew that you would often lack in life. And sometimes we go through things and we don't understand it, but it's the humblest and to call upon his name. See, we all fall short of the glory of God, but there's coming a time, there's coming a day of judgment, and we're going to sit at that marriage seat of the supper with Jesus if you're born again. See, this world is dying and going to hell because preachers won't stand up and preach the gospel no more and preach John 3:16, Romans 10:13. See, my Bible says, whoever shall call upon in the name of the Lord shall be saved. See, it means that it don't matter what you've done in your life. You've never gone too far. You've never gone too deep in your sin that Jesus won't forgive you for it. He loves you just the way you are. He accepts you just the way you are. You know, when I was out in the world doing this and that, I, the the first thing I wanted to hear was the preacher to tell me about Jesus. 
But I wish I would have listened the first time I went and went through all the struggles in life I went through. But I thank God that I got a testimony today that I can share with others. No, life ain't always been good to me, but God has always been good to me. See, we make a choice every day. Even the breath, even the air that we breathe is by choice. It's a miracle from God every breath that we take, because our next breath is never promised to us. But see, we need to start getting serious, church. See, when I was out drinking and doing the things of this world that I'm not proud of, thank God for the grace that forgives me, the blood that covers all my sins. See, Jesus still had his hand upon me. He was still calling me his own, just like he's calling you today, you his own. See, some of you said, well, I've gone too far. I've, I've walked away from God. I knew God, but I walked away from God. And I'm not serving God the way I should be serving God. Well, today's today, folks. Tomorrow's not promised. You know, wherever you are, you could be in a car accident, God forbid. You could get a bad doctor's report, or you could go to sleep tonight and not wake up tomorrow. See, it's not promised to us. But one thing it is promised to is called a judgment day. And we all will stand before the Father. We all will stand before Jesus himself and he will judge because the Bible says that God gave him power to judge. And see, even though he died and gave it all for us upon that cross, he did everything he could do when he bowed his head and said it was finished. There's nothing else he could have done for us. If he would have, he'd still be doing it. See, he broke the curses in our life. He broke the bondages in our life. He took the sickness away when he hung on that cross. When he was on that cross, he was looking down on you. Every drop of blood that he shed was for you. The beatings that he took and the mockery and the cussing and people making fun of him and calling him a liar and saying he wasn't a son of God. See, all the people were going to stand before him one day, just like us. You know, we might not ever say that there ain't no God and there's no Lord and Savior. But how are you not, how are you denying him in other ways? Are you not seeking for the Holy Spirit to give you guidance? Or you're not opening your word, fellowshipping with him? Or you're not listening to praise and worship and getting alone and just giving him the honor he deserves? You know, it's going to be a sad thing that all of us is going to see heaven one day. But he's going to look at some of us and say, depart from me, I never knew you. And that's the saddest day in history. I believe the Father himself is going to have a tear in his eye today, that day, knowing that the creation that he made is going to have to reject. You know, it's not that he rejects us, it's that we reject him. And it's by the choices that we make in life. And I'm giving you an opportunity today, and I'm pouring your heart out like I've never poured my heart out before. I'm asking you, no matter what you've done in life, you've never gone too far that the Savior don't want to call you back. You know, you may have family members sick. You may have sickness in your body. and You know, they may be coming out to repo your car or turn your lights or water off. You may not have food in your cabinets, but all that stuff is material things. We won't take it with us when we leave this earth. So stop stressing over things that you can't change. But if you give your life to the Lord, you'll live a fulfilled life. 
a happy life. It's as easy to walk after the Lord. Sometimes it gets hard and this cross gets heavy. But it's the best decision I've ever made in my life. You know, I'm going to be at the marriage supper of the Lamb. I made my mind up. I will not walk away from Him. I will serve Him and tell everybody I know about Jesus and His love and His mercy and His grace and what He's done for me. And what He's done for me, He can do for you. All you got to do is reach out to Him today. And wherever you are, no matter what state of mind you're in, no matter what you're doing, you may be sitting there with a beer in your hand or, or rolling your joint. It don't really matter what you're doing. The Bible says, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And see, he's calling his church. He's calling his people. See, there's church people sitting in the church that don't even know Jesus. Been there for years and years and years. They're just in a routine. So I'm just asking you, do you want to sit with Jesus on that marriage on that day? A judgment at the marriage supper of the Lamb. Do you want to be there when look across the table and see Jesus eye to eye looking at you and saying, I'm proud of you, you fought the good fight? Are you fighting a good fight today? Are you doing everything that's possible to serve the Lord? Well, if not, I'm just asking you to take a moment. Look at your life and look at yourself. Nobody knows it but you. Are you where you need to be with the Lord today? If He was to come right now, or would you spend eternity either with Him or in hell? It's your choice. My time's about up for this week, but I never want to leave a broadcast without giving somebody a chance to rededicate their life. If you've never known Jesus, to make Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you repeat this prayer after me, say, Lord Jesus, I confess that I'm a sinner and I need a Savior, and today I need you to come into my life and be my Savior. I confess you before the Father and the angels of heaven, and I will tell others that you come into my life and save my soul. If you said that prayer, go tell somebody that you're a new creation in God. We love you. We thank God for you, and we're praying for you. And the lady that gave last week to our broadcast, I pray a hundredfold blessing over her. Because ministry expenses, cost on this radio is expensive, but God's making a way. Until next week, we love you. We're praying for you. My number is 256-601-2650. 256-601-2650. Until next week, we love you.